Just a quick note before we start the show, this episode was recorded during COVID-19 with social distancing in mind. Where, where a lot of people might see, you know, just empty spaces, to me, I always see opportunity. This is Soul Sessions, conversations on culture from Jackson, Mississippi. I'm Paul Wolf, along with Kim Lewis, bringing you a look at the people, the places, and the events that make us the city with soul. And today's show, well, it's one that really cooks or, or bakes. Our guest is small business owner, Cody Cox. From former teacher to musician, barista to baker, Cody has his hands in so many worlds not the least of which is his newest venture, Urban Foxes in Jackson's Bellhaven Heights neighborhood. Yeah, Cuddy's a real renaissance man, and he's kind of done it all. I'm anxious to hear from him. Let's start the show. Thank you so much for taking your time to uh, visit with us today. Can you share with us a glimpse of who you are and a little bit more about what you do? Well, I'm one of the owners of Urban Foxes here in Jackson, Mississippi. It's a small batch bakery, uh, coffee shop. Before COVID, it was an event space as well. So we're trying to reimagine some things in that area and hope for the best in the future. Uh, Not only am I the co-owner, I'm also the baker and barista and just kind of wear many hats with under that umbrella. As a business owner, I imagine there are several different hats you wear. Uh, for sure. Yeah, you know, you got to make sure things get done and make sure ends get met. And um, yeah, just kind of every day is an adventure, especially these days. Cody, take us back a little bit. I know that you are from a small town in West Central Mississippi and that you were at one time an English teacher. Is that right? Speaking of many hats, yes. So I taught uh, I taught English and math at different times from seventh grade through like freshman, sophomore and like Holmes Community College. I did that for a few summers as well. And the musician hat too, right? You are a singer, songwriter and a guitar player. Yes, I um, do that as well. Put out some records, recorded my own stuff, but also put out other people's music as well around the city. Kind of up and coming artists under the kind of the name of Elegant Trainwreck. Yeah, and a name drop a little bit for me. Tell me about the bands you were part of. Initially, I was part of a band called Goodman County. And then after that, disbanded. Then I was in a band called Furrows. I had one called Liver Moose. I've done projects with Fifth Child. A lot of solo work as well. I think that covers most of the major stuff that put out records that I was part of. And pretty darn good records too. You played Thanks. all over Mississippi. You played all over the country. You traveled a good bit, right? Yeah, a good bit. I, I really did a lot of DIY, like touring. I always referred to it as shoestring touring. Because, you know, we have per diems of like $10 a day that we would all get to like basically live on (laughs) so we could make ends meet and have gas and get to where we were going. But yeah, went all over the Midwest and East Coast and that kind of thing, touring. I grew up rodeoing too. So like, I mean, that's another thing. There are people who like only know the music part or only know that I worked at Cups for 10 years or whatever. I'm like, I also, you know, my dad raised horses, uh, rodeos. I also did that for you know, 20 years of my life. It's just like, you know, I don't like always like go walk around telling everybody that. And so people like, they only know me as one, this or that or the other. And they're like, what else have you done? And I'm like, I don't know. How much time do you have? Like, I'm going to, tr- I'm going to, if you, I'll give it a shot. I'll see. Which, which decade? 
Right, exactly. Cody, you talked about your small town upbringing in Lexington, Mississippi, and now you own this pie shop in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, you were the general manager at Cups for many years in Fondren and, and now Urban Foxes. Where does your, your love of food come from? Where, where was that earliest beginning for you? Um, I've, I've always loved to eat. Uh, if, my mother, <laughs> if my mother was part of this, she would love to tell stories about that. It was not only part of my family, like every night we would do the traditional kind of like family sitting around the table. We always had meals together. My dad made breakfast every morning. So we always had breakfast every morning as a family for the most part. It might be 5 a.m. when we did it, but we would do it. And so every special event, um, holidays, all of those things were very like food centric. My grandmother owned a restaurant when I was before I was even born. My mother worked out when she was in high school. And so it's just always been part of, you know, there was always food around is a, is a good way to put it. It's almost inseparable from food with nostalgia, with community, with family. Like all those things are just intertwined and they're the same for me. So what made Jackson a good launch pad, especially for Urban Foxes? My wife, Molly, and I like first started dating. I brought uh, an idea for Urban Foxes. We didn't have a name or any of that kind of thing. But I told her early on that that was something that I wanted to do. And I, you know, had several chances to leave Jackson, move somewhere else at different points in my my youth. Uh, And something about Jackson has always held on to me. There's always seemed a lot of fodder. I feel like it's very fertile. And if you're willing to say, this is something I want to see here, there's a lot of people around who are willing to help you make that thing happen if you want to put the work into it. And, you know, and not everybody's that way. Some people would rather just move somewhere where things are already there. And that's totally fine. It's just that's not who I am. And so Jackson is set up very well to be developed on some level. And the grassroots style of development works really well here because of those people who are kind of like minded in the city, who like the city, who want to see it flourish, who have lived somewhere else and have come back and they they know that they want to see those things in their community. And, you know, you pair it with those people. It's pretty easy to at least at least get something off the ground if you really have a vision for it. Cody, before the break, we talked about the, the reasons that Jackson was such a great place for you to do what you do with Urban Foxes in Bellhaven Heights here in Jackson. What has inspired you? to stay in the city? The the energy that's here, honestly, I see a lot of people doing a lot of things and there are people both in the higher ups, the development of the city and things of that nature and the leadership. They also believe in the city. Obviously, if the leadership is going to be there from higher up, then it's going to kind of move throughout the city and you can really like pair up with them to get things done as well, all the way down to the grassroots level. I look around and like where some people might see uh, an old building or an, an abandoned property or an empty lot or all of those things. And when I drive through the city and see any of that, I never think, oh, that's terrible. You know, I, I wish that that wasn't there. It's more, I'm like, I wish I had the money to buy that building is, is always my thought. Like Molly has mentioned multiple times, she's like, we can't, we can't buy every building in Jackson and make something out of it. I'm like, <laughs> but we can try, right? We can start somewhere. Um, so where, where a lot of people might see, you know, just empty spaces, to me, I always see opportunity. And I think there are people all over the city, like I said, from leadership all the way down to grassroots that also share that same mentality. And I think just in the last year or so, we've seen a lot of that come to fruition. And it's, it's wonderful. And I want to be part of it. 
Yeah, some of those grassroots creative players that you mentioned, who who have you had the chance to kind of collaborate with here in town since you've uh, really began to make your mark on on Jackson? There's a lot of business owners. Um, you mentioned uh, Cups. So, I mean, Cups gave me an opportunity also to really figure out how to kind of dial that in. Janice, so the Camerons in general, allowed me a lot of freedom to make that kind of happen when I didn't really know what I was doing. And they gave me a lot of flexibility to figure that out. And so a lot of things we've been able to do with Urban Foxes, I was able to try out with Cups that was such an established local business. And I was able to figure out how we wanted to do things with Urban Foxes because of that. With like the restaurant industry um, and and music as well, I um, paired up with uh, Parlor Market with Craig Noon and Ryan Bell and Jesse Houston and those guys when they used to do pop-up uh, events, both music and food. They were a big driving force of a lot of that as well. And some of that downtown kind of revitalization started with some of that. Musician-wise, I've worked with you know James Crow, Fifth Child, multiple bands. I mean, the, the list is pretty lengthy at this point, either musicians that I've put out records for, uh, worked with, played shows with, just about anybody for a few decades there, I feel like I were either played a show with or uh, recorded with them in some form or fashion. Cody, how do you feel your work is making a difference in Jackson? On the really base level, I think we provide kind of an in-between area with the, you know, really fertile like restaurant scene that's in Jackson. There's been a huge explosion over the last few years of really quality cafes in the city. And so we kind of fall somewhere between those two, I think. We have food, but it's not a full sit-down restaurant. And we have coffee, but it's not just a get in the queue, grab your coffee on the way to work only. Like we kind of fall somewhere in between those things. And so we've kind of carved out a special niche that way. I also think that the event space area, we specifically chose the location because the street's kind of quieter. Um, there wasn't much here. It had a huge yard and we could use that space to host everything from very small birthday parties to bridal showers to fundraisers, all these kind of things without someone having to find a 500 person building. If you want to have a, a house party, but don't want to mess up your house, we kind of provide that area where we can make some food, we can make coffee, we can have beer and things of that nature for your event. And we'll serve it. We will you know, clean up. You don't have to rent out a massive space and have a ton of people. We can do it on a very small scale. Works better that way. So I think we just have a very special area there. You had mentioned that Jackson, the support of so many people and, and how just the community itself gets behind these new businesses and really supports them. Have you had the opportunity, I mean, obviously you've been working with a lot of people over the last few decades, but have you had an opportunity to really help someone in return, you know, just kind of show them what you've learned. Uh, for sure. Um, I also, I think it's, I, I love that few decades has been used. I, I mean, I specifically used it first. So <laughs> it, I'm like, I'm like, I should have come up here uh, on a walker or something. A few decades have been doing this. Um, but anyway, um, um, some days feel like that. Um, as far as like helping or I guess giving back and whatever, I initially in Jackson, I did with musicians, like young artists. So I worked with a lot of bands who have gone on to do things on their own, which is the idea is that I'm not trying to be with the music, at least wasn't trying to be, well, you have to come to me to get these things done. I wanted you to hang out come to me and I would show you how to do them because I, you know, or at least head off some of the mistakes that you could potentially make. So, you know, I would show young artists how to screen print their own t-shirts or this is how you can make your own, you know, 
LP cases out of, you know, corrugated cardboard, or this is how you can, you know, just, just multiple, this is how you can package things on your own, or this is how you can record your own music or that sort of thing. And that just kind of went on to with what we do at Urban Foxes is that a lot of the staff that we have, it's not just, you know, bring people in who already have like all this knowledge and training. I specifically want people that I can work with and like teach them if they are interested in, you know, coffee knowledge, um, you know, barista skills, baking, um, and the science behind that. And also some of the history, you know, I, I think it's a good skill to learn, even if you're only here for a couple of years, it's something that you can take somewhere else. I read this quote and I'm going to roughly paraphrase it, but it's like, um, Kurt Vonnegut was actually like talking, somebody asked him, what do you like to do? And he said, well, I do this and I do this. And I, you know, I, I play the trumpet and all these lists of things. And he goes, well, that's amazing. And he says, well, I'm not really good at any of them. I'm not like, I don't excel at any of these things. I just do all of these things. And the guy said, well, that's the whole point. You're not supposed to be like the best at everything that you try. You're supposed to just enjoy doing the things that you do and try to be the best you can at them. That makes you a way more interesting and well-rounded person than if you were just an amazing person at everything. So I don't know. I think about that with like the staff and stuff here as well and musicians in the city. And it's like, try it out. You might only like doing it for six months, but, you know, it's definitely worth trying to see where you're at. Again, my favorite question, if you had 24 hours to show off Jackson, what would you be sure to do? What time would the 24 hour clock start? Whenever you want it to. No rules. <laughs> um, and this is this would be uh, this would also be pre-quarantine like shutdown right okay that's what i okay just wanted to clarify a couple of things in today's climate Uh, (laughs) um well we'll do brents for breakfast Mm -hmm. and then by that time you have a nice leisurely breakfast you could go to offbeat by the time he opens up there pick up some records um maybe a couple of comics then um you know, I'd want someone to come have you, uh, come have coffee at Urban Foxes. But if you don't come to Urban Foxes, then you've got a solid base there. Um, you know, Cups Cups has my heart. I've been going there for a long time and worked there for a while. So go have coffee with your comics and set out on the front porch at um, at Cups. Um, then when that's over with. Um, kind of out of the way but you would go from Fondra and you would go back and I would I would it's a toss up between the art museum green space depending on the mm-hmm. weather and the history and civil rights museums for like an afternoon after you're good and caffeinated and kind of chilled out and then after that you're over this direction in Bellhaven and then go have uh, um, some uh, the Irish curry or scotch egg and a nice cocktail at Finian's that would be my 24 hours I think Man, what a list. We'll put links to some of that in our show notes so people can take the Cody Cox itinerary around the city. Cody, Cody, where can we find out more about you and about the work that you do here in Jackson? Uh, with Urban Foxes, the website is urbanfoxesjxn.com. There's an online shop. It's got all the information and links there to all of our social media platforms as well. We talked about music and things. So there's also elegant.trainwreck. Dot com and also the same social media platform. It's either elegant dash train wreck or elegant dot train wreck on either one of that. I'm so focused on urban Fox at this point, like the music things a little bit on the the back burner 
Um, but we're going to do more uh, in 2021 when we're able to do more things. Now, here's what we're loving in the city with soul, a segment where we talk about a place or a thing that has us really excited about Jackson. And today, that's the overwhelming wealth of local coffee shops. Absolutely. Between today's guest and his urban foxes in Bellhaven, native coffee across from Millsaps in Bellhaven, and coffee pros in Midtown and at Highland Village. Yeah, and then there's Cups and The Bean, which was formerly Sneaky Beans, and PJs. All of those are in Fondren. Then you go downtown and you've got We Will Go Ministries Urban Sip and The Green Bean, which is just open there too. There's even Mary Call just north of Northside Drive on State Street, which I haven't been there before, but I'm happy to know where to go if I do end up that far out away from yeah, downtown. Yeah, I need to try that. Mm-hmm. That's close to home. And that would be a good one to try too. just, you got to stay caffeinated these days, right? And these places give you plenty of Java jolts to help you get through the, the winter ahead and the spring and the fall. And it doesn't matter what season it is. Coffee's good anytime, Kim. Exactly. doesn't matter what temperature either. Iced, hot, extra hot. It's all good. We're going to put a link in the show notes so that you know where to go to get your caffeine fix. Soul Sessions is hosted by me, Paul Wolf, And me, Kim Lewis. Our show is produced by Visit Jackson in association with MWB Studios. Our executive producer is Ricky Thigpen. We were recorded and mixed by Parker Brewer. Our theme music is by Tania Sanders, recorded right here in Jackson at Malico Studios. Special thanks this episode to Cody Cox and Urban Foxes, Jonathan Pettis, Tim Mask, and Mark Leffler. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kim Lewis. And I'm Paul Wolf, and you've been listening to Soul Sessions. Soul Sessions.